You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. The average analyst target price right now is around 370 Canadian, right? And there's one broker uh, that provides less a lot of support here in Toronto that has actually has a buy target of five dollars, right? So my so my own personal goals uh, of coming out of Q1 at, at three dollars and fifty cents, you know, is obviously well under that target. Uh, and again, I'm you know, conservative by nature. Thank you for tuning in to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers, and we are going to be getting an update from Fury Gold Mines, one of our sponsors and a company in which I own shares, which I purchased in the open market. We're going to be speaking with Michael Timmons. He's the president, CEO, and director. Fury is uh, fully financed with over $20 million in the bank, and they have planned over the next 18 plus months over 80 thousand meters of drilling 50 of that is going to be at the flagship all clear project which was uh acquired via Oren's acquisition of Eastman. If you recall, we're not going to get into all those details since they're behind us. But basically, Fury is a development slash exploration company in Canada, focusing in Canada with three projects. And we're going to focus on today's interview on the All Claire project. But uh, Michael, welcome on to the program. And before we talk about the projects, perhaps we could talk about share price action. I'm a shareholder. And after the transaction with Eastman was finalized, uh, many of my friends bought the stock because we feature it. And I got a lot of tech messages saying, Bill, what's going on with the share price? So rather than me providing my explanation as a CEO, could you talk to us about the last 30 days of share price action in the Fury stock? Sure, sure, Bill. Thank you. Uh, and happy to be here. We always enjoy the, uh, the discussion. Value. Um, you know, we're not happy with where we're trading, right? Uh, we didn't anticipate, uh, well, a few things. We didn't anticipate uh, the uh, the, the amount of selling there would be, uh, particularly from, from the East Main shareholders coming into the deal. Um, you also had the dynamic of a lot of the Orange shareholders old, holding Orin for the Peruvian projects, right, which is, which is legitimate. And it really speaks to the whole strategy of why Orin wanted to separate the Canadian assets and the Peruvian assets, right? So, we, you know, we expected some, some chop, certainly, out. Uh, the U.S. election and gold uh, being volatile over that period, too, didn't really, didn't really help us. We had some great gold days. Uh, and uh, we had some pretty pretty punishing gold days, right? But I think you know I think we're 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 seeing uh, a lot of a base build now, right? Uh, our share structure uh, and our ownership you know group gets better and better as we go. Uh, I'm a shareholder. We have a lot you know our our, uh, our insider group is obviously buying on this uh, on this temporary weakness. I think you're going to start to see as we get active. Um, you're going to see the quality is going to come through of the asset, right? And don't forget too, we're going from we're, we're going through the transition of you know, let me tell you how good this is, you know, let us right to let us demonstrate how good this is, right? And that's you know that happens with drilling, and that happens with getting active, and that happens with results, right? So I think you're going to see uh, you're going to see a correction so that we go up and start trading in line with our peer group, right? So in my view, that's you know two twenty five, two fifty. Right, maybe up in, even up into three dollars is, is re- really where we should be trading, um, you know, from a from a uh, from a nav and certainly from a market price perspective uh, on a Canadian basis. And then as we get active and everything else, we get drill results uh, coming in mid January, February. Um, you know, our goal, you know, exiting Q1 is to be, you know, is to have that superior, you know, performance per share three three fifty four dollars. I mean, that would be my that would be my goal, and it makes sense. It makes sense to me as you know, gold, you know. Just from the seasonality of gold, uh, doing well in Q4, uh, entering into Christmas, and certainly coming out of the gate in January. 
So the stock does trade under the ticker F-U-R-Y, both on the NYSE American for American investors and in uh, Toronto. So you were referencing the Canadian share price. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And uh, there were some recent pri tar uh, price targets from analysts. Talk to us about uh, what the analysts are seeing, please. The analysts are, the analysts are seeing, uh, they're, they're certainly seeing value, right? And, 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 you know, as you know, the analysts, you know, look at each project and they do their own corporate buildup. Of, uh, of value, right? Some analysts uh, value kind of what you see now, right? And they're more of a show me, and then I'll change my price target. Other analysts uh, do factor in some growth, right? And they, they typically factor growth around where you're being active, right? So it's probably more growth at Eau Claire. The uh, We have four analysts covering right now. They came out uh, the first week of trading. So that's, you know, it's a resumption of, of coverage, uh, which was great support for us. The average analyst target price right now is around 370 Canadian, right? And there's one broker uh, that provides less a lot of support here in Toronto that has actually has a buy target of five dollars Canadian, right? So my so my own personal goals uh, of coming out of Q1 at, at three dollars and fifty cents, you know, is obviously well under that target. Uh, and, and again, I'm you know, but conservative by nature. And a key, of course, to achieving that share price would be being successful in the drill program that you have going at Eau Claire. It's permitted. You have one drill rig already there. Another on the way is what I understand from reading the press releases. Can you talk to, to us about what's going on here? And how about start by talking about your targeting philosophy? You're taking over an asset from East Main, which had that asset for quite some time. What is the unique targeting philosophy that you're bringing to this project? Bill, you know, it, it's all about scale, right? Um, you know, when you, when you're really looking to build a mine, right. I mean, and, you know, the vision for fury is to be pouring gold by 2025. That's the vision we use. And I think it's sufficiently aggressive, um, you know, to keep, you know, to keep shareholders excited and to, uh, you know, keep the internal team pushing and advancing assets. Right. If we're going to do that, uh, we, we you know, obviously need to build a mine. Uh, the goal starts with, uh, Eau Claire and starts with bringing it to, you know, a 2000, 200,000 ounce per year producer. So in order to do that, we have to grow it, right? So 200,000 ounces per year divide by, uh, you know, divide by well, times 10, divide by the mill recovery, divide by the mine recovery. And so that's about 2.5 million ounces in the ground. So we have to go from 1.3 to 2.5. And we're going to do that with drilling, right? So the targeting philosophy really, really takes two things into account. It takes into account scale, right? And as you know, you can see in the last press releases, uh, we have some pretty aggressive step outs, right? We're stepping on a kilometer, targets ABC uh, that are out, you know, 200, 400 and 600 kilometers uh, or 600 meters out from the, from the eastern margin of the deposit. And then we're looking for that quality, continuation of quality, right? Ounce per vertical meter, uh, which is obviously robust for the first uh, the top of the mine. You know, will that continue at depth? And then we want to look to see if we can increase overall grade. Right. So that, that, you know, that is basically the, the goal uh, and the objectives of the targeting, right? But of course, you need to build up your targets. So that started this summer with uh, geophysics, great in array IP. There was a, uh, we discovered a, a quite a nice magnetic survey that was, uh, hadn't previously been, uh, been, been utilized. So all that's factoring into to basically into the matrix, right? And we're finding that Eau Claire, uh, from a from a scale perspective and from a grade perspective, is simply just getting better and better. You're going to be doing both infill and step out holes. Talk to us about your infill program and what's the goal here? That's, that's right. So the 50,000 meters is split. Uh, there will be some select infill and then the rest of it will be expansion uh, and aggressive step outs that we have talked about. 
the bottom of the Eau Claire deposit, certainly the bottom and the eastern margin, uh, is, is a, an area of, of um, elevated grade. Right? So that area of the mine is, uh, you know, there's around 200,000 ounces at 12 grams per ton, right? Not the 6.4 grams per ton in the PEA, and certainly not the 8.2 grams overall, which is, is right now at three and a half grams, uh, grams per ton. So we're going to put some, we're going to put some, uh, some big meterage around that part, and hopefully we can expand it. Hopefully we can, uh, you know, add ounces actually with an infill program, which is, uh, which is uh, always a good thing to do. Uh, and then statistically, um, I think it'll be significant. I think we'll be able to increase the overall grade uh, of the resource. And the step out holes, you have three main targets. And as you kind of articulated already, the goal would be to hopefully begin to double the resource. Yeah. I mean, again, th these step outs are what we call, uh, you know, time value drilling, right? So the sooner we know how big Eau Claire can get, the sooner we can plan our design, uh, and, you know, plan how we're going to <clears throat> approach the production scenario, right? And the sooner we can, br we can bring those cash flows that are floating in time closer to us, right? So there's value in being aggressive early, right? Um, you're going to see, you're, you're going to see us, uh, you know, go under the theme bigger sooner, right? As we, as, as we do that. So if we're successful with this program, targets A, targets A B, and C, uh, it really provides some bookends, right? You know, you know, in between which, um, you know, we can, we can safely say that we will prob probably be able to build out the two and two to two and a half million ounces that we, that we want, right? But of course, we're going to need, you know, two, three, four years of, of infill to, to, you know, increase the category and put it all in the place. But, you know, from, from a goal perspective, you know, if, you know, if there's gold a kilometer away and 1.2 kilometers down plunge, um, you know, there's, there's likely to be some continuity there. Certainly, the, the structural situation suggests just that. So that's, that's basically the approach for us. Your recent press release has indicated that you're not just looking at the potential expansion that you just said, but you're basically viewing this as a seven-kilometer trend in which you might be able to find more satellite deposits. Could you elaborate on this, please? So the first, the first step, at, really, at any project is to fingerprint what you have. Right. So we know this high grade gold at Eau Claire. We, we know that it's uh, structurally controlled. Right. And we know that we want to build a mine. there. And so within the, you know, five, seven, 10 kilometer, you know, near mine trend, are there, you know, uh, you know, can we go out there and find any repeating structural patterns? Uh, you know, Eau Claire has the very attractive feature of, of having the first few years open pit. Right. So it's going to be high grade open pit probably for the first three years of production. Right. And so what you do is you, you use geophysics to look out and try to find repeating structural patterns. And that's that's that, you know, that, that's certainly what we've done. So, we, we you know, we've, we've you know, as we're and we've completed the, uh, the gradient array IP. So very soon uh, we'll be updating the corporate presentation. And, and there's probably a press release to come out to really talk about talk about these other structures as we go. Right. So we have gold at the, the, the we have gold at the deposit, uh, obviously. We have gold um, and targets starting to develop on the seven-kilometer deposit trend or mine trend. You know, as soon as we start to be successful, I'm going to start be starting to call it the mining trend. But then when you go out um, and you look regionally, right, we have over 50 kilometers of productive systems to test. Right to the north, there's something called well, we're calling it the we're calling it the north trend that has the same gold uh, in quartz tourmaline veining at surface that Eau Claire has that hasn't been followed up. There's the entire eastern uh, Lac-Clarkey block 
um, that has a, a number of different shear, shear zones and regional shear zones uh, that we certainly have to go and test. But uh, there's, you know, it, it gets us excited when we see gold at all levels, right? We see it at the deposit level and expansion. We see more opportunities to add ounces into a potential mining scenario at Eau Claire uh, uh, along the deposit trend, right? And then we, you know, we have, you know, uh, a large regional land position with different, different styles of gold, uh, different geological settings, uh, and different modes. So it's, uh, it's really exciting and really goes to support our long-term growth. So for the future, the, all this targeting you're doing, the future drilling of this 50,000 meters that you've committed to Eau Claire, it's still being determined exactly where you're going to put the drill over the next 12 months, basically with, with this targeting. This, this, targeting is, this targeting is Eau Claire. Um, and pretty much Eau Claire only, right? We're gonna, I think we're going to reserve, uh, you know, 10 to 15,000 meters to test some of the, uh, some of the seven kilometer deposit trend targets, right? The, the regional, the regional land position and, and some of that, some of that, um, some of that work will be next summer, right? Because we have to go, we have, you know, we're starting from first principles, right? I mean, if it's a, if it's a science-based approach, then, you know, it's good solid geochem. We've got to make sure that our geophysics uh, library is, is complete. So, I mean, there's, there's some, some grassroots stuff to do regionally. Uh, so this, so this drill and the, and uh, basically our, um, you know, uh, funding at the moment is, is going to be poured into Eau Claire really, to, really to convert on the, the, our acquisition thesis. Regarding uh, the timing of these drill results coming back, uh, how far back are the assay labs backed up? When can investors expect these results? The assay labs are backed up, right? I mean, that was, a, I mean, they were backed up before um, and now with COVID, uh, you know, and the and, and some and a lot of personnel issues there. Uh, they're, they're just getting rolling, right? I think Quebec seems to be in a bit of a better situation from the, what the guys tell me than than some other other jurisdictions in Canada or in, or in the U.S. So uh, we we commenced drilling uh, on uh, this past Saturday. Uh, we expect results to come in kind of mid January. Right. We're obviously going to put a rush on it. If we get something by Christmas, I think it would be a miracle. It would be a Christmas miracle. Um, but, but, cer- but certainly, um, I, I think it's safe to say mid uh, to end uh, January. Right. Okay. So, I think, I think, so I think just in time for our big Q1 marketing push, you know, gold always does, does well in January. Um, you, know, you have the big funds kind of resetting where they're going to be investing uh, for 2021. Um, and it's, 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 it's an exciting part of the year. Is there anything else investors should be looking for from Homestake Ridge or Committee Bay in the near term? I think you should be looking out and focusing on uh, some of the context and backdrop that we're slowly starting to put out to, to get investors set for what we're going to be doing next summer uh, at both of those projects, right? So we put, a, uh, they put a new, some news out a few weeks ago on the Committee Bay targets. So there's going to be more news coming out on, on those. Um, we're, what we're really trying to do is, uh, is paint a picture. Right within the whole within the new context of Fury, right? So you know we'll put the background first. We'll start to talk a bit bit more about um, a bit the, a bit, bit more about the fingerprinting of the three bluffs high grade up at Community Bay. What that means for targeting. Um, we want to we want to zoom everybody in, zoom people back into three bluffs. Uh, you know we have one point two million ounces there. It's probably going to go to two and a half million ounces. Uh, and as you know, up in Nunavut, you need to have you know at least you know five to seven million ounces at good grade for it to be, um, for, you know, you to go out and actually say that you have something to develop. Right? It's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a challenging region, um, but it's not an exotic region. So I think, I think we got to build the ounce base. Um, and we're really going out there with probably the most impactful program that we're going to have, uh, you know, ever. 
certainly at that project, and we're looking for a big, big discovery, right? And that was part of the design of Fury. When we put these assets together, we have two development assets, as you said, Bill, uh, and we have Community Bay, right, which, is, uh, which, which really provides our owners with that sizzle of owning a mining stock, right? If we put two holes through the next mine up there, um, you know, the value of, of Community Bay could eclipse Eau Claire. I mean, that's, that's how excited investors have been in the past uh, about, uh, you know, about the, the prospects of, of Community Bay. Homestake, Homestake, I would say, is a bit of a, uh, a bit of an interesting one. I would say in Oren, uh, it was signaled as being for sale, right? Which, which made a lot of sense. You know, they could sell something that was at the development stage uh, to, you know, to fund more of their exploration. But in Fury, uh, Homestake has a, has a nice home, right tucked in behind uh, Eau Claire as our lead asset. Uh, and it's really a return to exploration. So, you know, people can expect uh, by the end of this month, to get, uh, to get some news out on what we're thinking with respect to targeting, um, give people a bit of a, a reintroduction to, uh, from, from uh, you know, in, in my mind, and from my perspective, what is Homestake and what we want to do there, right? I think uh, we want to increase the ounce profile of that project, um, and we need to chase a lot of the high grade that hasn't been followed up yet. Excellent. So beginning next summer, there'll be three projects to report drill results on. Am I understanding you correctly? That's correct. And, and that was by design, right? I mean, we, again, back to the point of, of being active to drive share price. Um, we're going to sequence all of our activities. So we're constantly having news out with respect to exploration, results, commencement of drilling, uh, you know, updates uh, on some of those more, uh, you know, catalytic milestones like, uh, you know, resource updates and, you know, you know, engineering studies and things like that as, as we go through time. Right. And so in the winter months, you're going to you're going to see a lot of elevated activity around, certainly in Quebec at Eau Claire. Right. And then then it goes into its summer field season. And then, you know, in the in the in the late spring, summer, you're going to see a lot of uh, you know, a lot of work up at Community Bay and in B.C. So those will be our summer projects with respect to drilling and drill results. Uh, and the winter will be Eau Claire. So there is a plan to get to this 350, 375 share price. You heard it here. Uh, to learn more, go to furygoldmines.com. The ticker symbol in Toronto and in the, on the big board in New York is F-U-R-Y. Mike, really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for the update. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10-for-1 returns as there is in small-cap and micro-cap mining stocks concomitant with that if you don't do the work or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too i just started to study up on mining stocks and i just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really you could do really really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly 
The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident. And just do your work as best you can. Do your very best. But don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors, and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.